Hello, everyone. There we go. And welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, uh, except for the WWE, because they're going on another firing spree. What the fuck? Record profits, dude. Record profits. What are they doing? I feel like they're doing all the wrong things to make money, and it's working. Like, what is that? How many souls was that sold? I don't know, Mr. Andy, but I... Everyone, your host Luke, and with me as always is uh, Mr. Guy, my co-host, Mr. Andy. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> and I don't have to say my name because you didn't say that part. But uh, no. hey, Luke, I'm doing good, man. I hope you're doing good. I'm tired. That we're we're joining you guys moments after uh, the end of Power Struggle uh, 2021, uh, the New Japan you know, large show, pay-per-view, whatever you want to call it. And um, I think uh, we're going to have a lot to say about it. We're just covering this show. We've decided straight up that we will only be talking about Power <laughs> Struggle and nothing else. So if you're, if you're here for Highlander Talk, sorry. If you wanted to hear what Luke thought about Treasure of the Sierra Madre, you're going to have to go somewhere else for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah definitely sorry. But uh, oh, we're also going to cover Strong, but we're going to do that probably before we cover Power Struggle. So once the Power Struggle starts, it'll be Power Struggle smooth sailing ahead. But there are ways people can contact us if they wish to, just like Ian has uh, for I don't know how many weeks in a row he's done it. But awesome. I like all that he does of, it. All of the weeks. All yeah, of the all weeks. Of the weeks. <laughs> But yes, you can send us a written email or a voice email at uh, neveropenpod at gmail.com. You can hit us up on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drusifer Tweets. And we are collectively there at NeverOpenPod. So if you want to uh, interact with us online or uh, send us a message or something for us to read and talk about on the show, do that. You can. Also... As a last bit of shopkeeping, uh, wherever you find the link to this show, usually there's a, a Teespring store in there. Buy a T-shirt or something. It's getting hot and summery here in Australia, so get yourself a T-shirt. And it's getting cold and shit over in America, so get yourself a hoodie. You need one to keep warm. Awesome. Brother, it's, it's real cold, and... Uh... You know, I, I'm going to make a choice here. I was about to go on a tangent about cold weather, but you know what? It's only power struggle. So, you know, that's that's what we're going to do. Yep. All right. So there is some news before we uh, move on. Uh, that news is, I wish I could say the news was, here are the listings for the best of the Super Juniors. What the hell? That sucks. Yeah. Unfortunately, that will come out probably by the time I wake up. Oh, something like weird like that, but uh, we haven't heard about that. But we do know that on Dynamite this coming week, it'll be Brian Danielson, the Red Dragon, the America Dragon. Sorry, the Red Dragon, wow. the other guy, Fish, the Fish Man. But yes, the America Dragon. Fuck me, I gotta do it. I gotta do one whole show and that's it. Like just one show of New Japan. That's like just the one. Oh my god, if it was five. But yes, Brian Danielson versus Rocky Romero on Dynamite uh, this week. So yeah, that'll be awesome. Can't wait. Yes, uh, I watched the Rocky Romero versus Trey Miguel match from Impact, 
and the match is pretty good. Um, as for the X division title, I, I've known Trey Miguel a long time. We kind of have a fun little thing. You should search my name on Twitter along with his name and you'll find all kinds of fun stuff. But, uh, anyway, uh, he came up around my area and he's fantastic. So I wanted to see, you know, what it was like. It was like really heavily choreographed at the like first couple minutes in the way that like Rocky's kind of just having to stand there and wait. And like, it's, it's just a little, little much as far as that goes, but then it's real good and it ends up being an awesome match, but man, I don't like impacts presentation. Like I, I don't like it so much that it, I can't watch it. It hurts me inside. Yeah, I understand that because I was watching it for the Jay White segments, and then once they kind of phased out, I started to get just kind of stop watching it. Now there's Suzuki's on there, Finjuice is still there, uh, Rocky's now making appearances on it, and I'm just like, I don't like this show. I don't want to watch it, so I don't, and that's fine. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. We're, we're called the Never Even Podcast for you know New Japan Pro Wrestling, not. Uh, whatever show that was uh but but uh this is good news this is good news if you sign up for the um it's called wrestle universe and it has noah it has uh tokyo joshi pro Mm -hmm. and it has ddt and like even more other stuff that i don't know what it is but uh it's free until january if you sign up through january so basically on january 1st you'll be charged 900 yen for one two three months of that service so i signed up for it because i want to kind of check some shit out and ian's recommended some stuff i was like i'm gonna watch that right away and then i got busy with something else but i will watch some shit on there and i'm interested to see kind of what all they have uh i know they don't they're like no catalog is not deep like they don't have all the old shit but all the new shit's on there and ddt is like on fire right now apparently so you know that's something to watch too so there you go. I, I remember you saying, we were both saying it, how good it is to have a break from wrestling. And then uh, <laughs> the, the what, that day or two before Power Struggle, you messaged me going like, yeah, I'm signing up for Universe because uh, I need some fucking wrestling. That's what happens when New Japan goes on break for over a week. We just get to that point where it's just like, I'll watch anything. Just... <laughs> That's not not me. I'll watch very Anything specific good. things. It's more more accurate. Yeah, but I need wrestling, more wrestling. So there you go. Yes, oh, yes. I wasn't ragging on the quality of what you were. <laughs> hey, uh, I got to I got to do commentary again at Unsanctioned Pro a while back, and those shows are up on IWTV at uh, their website and um, streaming service, whatever the fuck. And uh, I'm on the one called What the Fuck is Happening is the name of the show. And uh, I did commentary with Emil J from CZW and H2O and GCW. And it was really fun. And um, I don't know. You guys should watch that. Uh, I, I make the terrible mistake of not introducing myself. But, uh, <laughs> I, I but I, 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 <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yep, but uh, everybody knows who I am, so it doesn't matter. But uh, I did introduce Emil, and I think I, I pronounced his name wrong, too. So uh, those were two mo- faux pas, but did get some puns in. And uh, I also got a uh, fighting with a real sword joke off, which was met with complete silence. Damn it. Yeah. No, uh, there will come a time where nobody will get fighting with a real sword, yeah. That will be a very dark time indeed. 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'll be a very dark time. No, one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can't argue with that. So let's do it. Have you got uh, Mr. Ian's strong thingy review? I do. Uh, here we go. So we got this guy, buddy of ours, Ian. He's fucking awesome. He's hilarious. And he sends in these uh, tremendously thoughtful and insightful, uh, insightfully done um, New Japan strong reviews every week. In fact, prof- professionalism is his job, I think. <laughs> we keep saying it's your job, but I think it's his, actually. So yeah. he is our uh, official Grape Ape researcher as well. Here is Ian's strong review for the episode from... This ox ox number seven. There you go. That's the one. Hi, Luke and Andy. This is Ian with another New Japan Strong Review. Compared to last week, this is a short show, clocking in at an hour and ten minutes, so hopefully won't be too much of a slog to get through. These hopes are dashed by the first match. Fred Rosser and Rocky Romero face off against Danny Limelight and J.R. Kratos. On paper, there's... Plenty of potential for fun in this match. Romero is entertaining, Limelight is a really good junior who could be great given the right opportunity, and Fred Rosser, well, he can be good if he's matched with a good opponent. There's two problems with this, though. First of all, J.R. Kratos is in this match. I don't think I'd noticed until this match how soft his offence looks. He's a big guy, and I can forgive slow in a big guy, but I can't forgive slow and soft. Eddie Kingston is pretty slow, but he hits like he's trying to punch your heart out of your chest. Kratos hits like he was told to put his elbow near your face. The other problem with this match is that it is so long. It's 17 minutes bell to bell with another 4 or 5 minutes either side, and it wasn't for anything. There wasn't a story being advanced here. I can sit through a mediocre match that gives an important story beat, or a meaningless match with excellent wrestling in it, but this wasted my time and told me nothing. This didn't set me up well for the rest of the night, but thankfully the next match was really good. Taiji Ishimori faced off against Leo Rush. This is their first singles match, and only the second time they've ever been in a ring together, but you wouldn't know that from the chemistry between them. Rush and Ishimori have similar builds, similar styles, and similar approaches to the match. They're both fast, muscular junior heavyweights, more interested in flattening their opponent with strikes than in prolonged grappling or high-flying, which makes this a fun, kinetic exchange. Ishimori works well as a sneering, skillful bully. Rush gets dominated in the early going and then has some wonderful fight-back moments. A fluid exchange of strikes, dodges and counters keep the result up in the air until the end. Going into this, I wasn't sure I could see a deserved Leo Rush win, but by the end he'd done more than enough to convince me. In our main event, Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer faced Tom Lawler and Royce Isaacs, and I paused for a moment to thank whichever booker kept J.R. Kratos out of this match. This was a hard-hitting, enjoyable tag match for a bloodthirsty crowd who wanted to see Suzuki murder and Archer smash, and that's what they got. The only thing going against this match was the sound mix, which was fine during the match, but dreadful for the entrances, and considering this is a Suzuki entrance we're talking about, that's kind of a big deal. After this, the match is a solid and enjoyable affair. Royce Isaacs pairs off with Suzuki and takes decent advantage of the opportunity to kill and be killed. 
The effect is slightly marred by the fact that he can barely keep the smile off his face, but he makes a good showing. The most enjoyable part of this is a few brief moments where Lawler faced off against Suzuki, which would, I think, make a fun singles match someday. And ultimately, this whole tag match is a great example of sending a crowd home happy. After the match, Archer gets on the mic, but is interrupted by Chris Dickinson, who cuts a fiery promo on Suzuki and sets up a match with him for the next set of tapings. It's a good promo and has a great line where he tells Suzuki the vacation is over, which is great. Not as great, though, as Suzuki's response, I speak a little English, fuck you. The show lost me at the beginning with a bad and boring title match, but by the end it had won me back. It'll be interesting to see what the next tapings bring us. One more thing. If you want to see the dumbest and most fun thing to happen in a wrestling show this week, DDT did an empty arena match from the Tokyo Dome, and it was completely ridiculous. Fire extinguishers, spinning ladders, baseball bats made out of Lego. At one point, Maki Ito does a kokeshi onto a steel chair. The show ends with an impromptu baseball match breaking out. If you liked AEW's Stadium Stampede, but thought it was a bit too straight-laced and sensible, this is the show for you. Thanks, guys, and until next time, keep it strong. All right, that was Ian's uh, strong review, and uh, you like that uh, Suzuki response, uh, huh? To Kristen? Yeah, that was he, like he's telling me the whole show about awesome strike exchanges and stuff, and it's just like he's uh, he's Suzuki translation of "I know a little English." Fuck you. It was uh, enough to kind of make me want to check out part of the show. So yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I might uh, I might check out that DDT thing now. Here's the problem: what show was that on? How do I find out? I'm a I'm a babe in the woods, lost. I don't know. You know, I need to know how to like find that. But because it there, yeah, and and I know I'll just have to sit there and fuck with it. But um, but I'm also a baby, so yeah, like. Someone help him. Jeez, like, what's going on here? Yeah. Send, you, mean, send your helpful messages on how to use the universe app to uh, at Drusifer Tweets on the Tweety. Voicey emails, please. I can only. Voicey emails, exactly. We'll learn on the show. Uh, hey, speaking of babies, we're back in Osaka for Power Struggle. <laughs> Baby! Before you're so going to say, because we start off with some babies, and that's uh, Kosai Vegeta and Ryokai Iwa. We do. Yes. Versus Doki and Yoshinobu Kamaru. This is in Osaka, so uh, I guess we get one one shocker straight away, and that's uh, I- Iwa Ryohai Iwa runs to the ring. So you think, yep, he's losing, except he doesn't. It's Vegeta who loses instead. <laughs> so we're getting our shocker in Osaka done straight away, right off the, off the bat. This was fine. Like it was just uh, a very short match. Uh, Kanemaru pretty much beats up both young lions and puts a brab on uh, Vegeta, and Doki barely does anything. So, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> doesn't I, even get to I, get to line deck. Just... He doesn't do anything in the match. <laughs> he doesn't fucking thing, does he? He does like he does like a little double stomp at the beginning, and then takes a few bumps, and then beats up. Uh, the other guy Oyo or whatever on the outside. That's all he did in the match. It was funny. Um, I I like this because I was excited because I thought Doki might win, 
But I did notice something. So New Japan, um, trying to help us out, trying to, you know, help us know which young lion is which, because um, we did have a haircut uh, happen. I believe it was Fujita that got a haircut. Um, and Oyawa, who, uh, whose name I'm definitely saying properly, has now <laughs> gone, gone a little bit the way of Gabe Kidd, and his black socks are peeking out the tops of his boots a little bit. No, that's not, okay. So you yep. reckon the young lions are like <laughs> Suzuki's over in fucking America, so we can slack off. Well, that's not gonna fly. Because <laughs> when Meta Grandpa comes back from his trip, <laughs> those motherfuckers are gonna die. Kind that's of sucks hilarious. Get out of here. Those fucking yeah. Uh, but I do have some stuff to talk about with this match because this sets up a through line for the whole show, which is amazing. Um, first of all, the crowd is amazing and it's hot. And I'll point out certain times when they're particularly hot. But it's a soccer crowd. They're awesome. And it's fucking packed because in Japan, they've had like, you know, a few, like a handful of COVID cases. And so they've started to, you know, just over the past couple of weeks. So they've kind of started to, you know, open things back up a little more. And so now there's a lot of people at these shows and those soccer crowds don't give a fuck. And one of the most important per- people in the show, I, I would argue the most important person at the show is Taichi, who is on commentary for this whole show and is <laughs> giving us gold because uh, we have uh, Chris Charlton um, occasionally dropping some gems of what Taichi is saying on the, on commentary through his uh, amazing translations. So I will be sprinkling those throughout the crowd and we'll start with one now. Um, we have an exchange between Tai Chi and uh, a, a one of the announcers, and the announcer says, uh, stomps to the ribs. How are your ribs, Tai Chi? Tai Chi says, my ribs are no problem. They were, And the announcer says, but they were taped. And Tai Chi says, it was a wrap to keep warm. I didn't take any time off. When do I tape an injury? <laughs> Just trying to stay True. warm. He didn't take, uh, take any time off. He's right there. He's at the show right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man there's some guys that make me wish that uh i understood japan Jap- japan uh, japanese i should say because i just wanted to hear everything after sound commentary hiromi would be hilarious as well <laughs> yes because well, i just imagine what kind of what kind of random shit is he going to come out with because if i was a if i was a commentator commentating with hiromi i would just be like yeah, so anyway, uh, there's a chop by Ishii on the on the other guy. It's like, yeah, I don't know how to respond to that, so I'm just going to keep calling the match. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he would be hilarious. And then here we go. We've got Tiger Mask and GBH. That's Tamaki Homa and Togi Makabe versus the hot trio team of Jado, Gado, and Tongaloa. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this match dude like so i said something stupid to you like i say a lot of stupid things to mr andy you, no no one listening to this is surprised but one of them i said was what if they pin tiger mask and jato and gato get like a t- junior title shot well thankfully that didn't happen like of one of those two pinning Tiger Mask, like Tiger Mask does not get pinned in this match. It's oh. it's it's Honma. He gets an ape shit. <laughs> ape shit. I mean, like the match is like fucking five seconds, and after the match, Jado and Gato, who were not involved in the pinfall at all, 
are like, hey, we get a title shot now. We want a title <laughs> shot, Tiger Mask. I'm like, you... Dude, you guys have one of the shittest win-loss records in New Japan. Like, get... What? And you want to... I mean, I'm for it because it's a new matchup that I haven't seen for a while. I don't think I've ever seen Robbie Eagles and uh, Tiger Mask versus Jado and Gato. So that'd be nice. Uh, as long as Jado and Gato lose, of course. Which, which, of course, they will. But I don't know. Hopefully, they'll have... Hopefully, that's not the match for Wrestle Kingdom, dude. <laughs> no. We got a couple months to Wrestle Kingdom. They got to have these little mini feuds, you know, to give, keep us busy between now and here. But... uh yeah, that I I was on the same side as you. Like, at least it's something different because we need something <laughs> different. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this uh, this trio of Jado, Gato, and Ta- Tongaloa, they make uh, the House of Torture look like the Shield. You know. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the hottest team of Bullet Club members and. Uh, Tiger and GBH, I was like, all right, yeah, it, it's fine. Next match, we've got the Ass Masters, which is Master Wato and Ryusuke Taguchi, and they're wrestling with Yuji Nagata versus Ibushi, Hiromu Takahashi, and Sonata. And do you think that it looks like Hiromu's shorts ate his pants? <laughs> yeah, I don't like this look at all. I don't like it. It looks weird. You know, I think I don't not, mind not him wearing multicolored, colorful shorts, but they look really puffy around like his middle. So I know he's a ripped dude and a very fit guy, but like his shorts make him look like he's got like a keg down there, like I do, rather than like a six pack or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. The shorts are weird. They're coming out like orange penises in various places. Like what's going on? The shorts are too yes. busy. <laughs> Stop ragging on the shorts, Luke. But uh, that's all right. The the highlight for me though, like I I just want the announcements of Best of Super Junior, so I know when I can look forward to seeing Taguchi versus Hiromu in a Mongolian yes. chop match, because that's pretty much all they want to do on each other. <laughs> and Hiromu's like waving waving Sonata over, going, "All right, Taguchi, do a Mongolian chop. What? Just do it. Okay." Yeah, yeah, man, man, that was awesome. Uh, Taguchi gets like a three-way ass bounce into the ropes. Like uh, all three LIJ members are kind of laying against the ropes, and man, Taguchi works his ass <laughs> on all three of them. <laughs> and then a cotter roll on Taguchi. That's uh, I guess what he gets for using his ass so much. And a Sonata pins uh, Taguchi for the win there. So yeah, that was fun. That 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 that's the match for me where I'm almost like oh we're watching a new Japan show and yeah it started to heat up from this match I think the first two matches yes. I was just like oh that was short and inconsequential this one was fast and fun it was good well we were so excited to talk about this match that we forgot to mention that uh, about the previous match that uh, Tai Chi was on commentary again and uh, the commentator asked them they said. Uh, you know, that ape shit certainly was impactful, right, Tai Chi? And he said, what was impactful was I just banged my knee on this table. Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> here, here's what he had to say about this match. 
he said six or nine, which is which is which, and uh, because apparently that's what uh, Taguchi and um, Water are calling each other. So is six and nine or something? That's their numbers on the team. And so apparently Wado is six and Taguchi is nine. And Taichi says, but wait, how does that work exactly? And Milano says, stop it. <laughs> um, this match is awesome because Taguchi's just on fire. It's big match Taguchi. Yeah. And he has this like crazy running wild sequence like he talked about. Um, Hiromu fights Yuji Nagata for a minute and that's fun. But um, you know, this is like, what's the, so the, what's the deal with this match? Cause we get like a, a tag team made here, don't we? Or is that later? That's later. Okay. Or did yeah. that already happen? Yeah. That happens later. Shit. My bad. Okay. Yes. Never mind. No tag team. Uh, now you're thinking of uh, a few matches down the way. So. Yes. Well, there's up. a, um, there's a, Okay, so the reason I'm confused, I'm sorry, is that there is a, a thing on uh, Instagram that Tiger Mask just posted at the end of the show that is just, like, very confusing. Because um, it says, it's a picture of him shaking hands with Yuji Nagata backstage, and it says, I decided to receive a courtship from Nagata-san. Okay? I mean, happy for him. And it says, honestly, Super Junior, I have a feeling that I wanted to go out, but I decided to try a new challenge that I can only do now. I'm going to work with Nagata-san, and I'm going to do the World Tag League. I'm going to have a good time with the muscle. Thank you for your support. So he's going to tag with Yuji Nagata in the World Tag League. Dude, Tiger Mask? Yes, which makes no sense because of what happens later. <laughs> That's 100% real. I'll send that to you right now to prove it. I believe you, dude, but that's weirding out my brain because you watch the show and you're just like, that's not the story that's happening. <laughs> that's, that's, so I was confused. Fucking right. Yes, that's why I was confused. He did. He literally just said it to me. There's, yep, like I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yep, even the word courtship is right there. <laughs> Man, I'm happy. So he's going to be – so they, they have so few wrestlers they can bring in. The, the Tiger Mask has to wrestle in the fucking World Tag League and get pinned by everybody? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, what a way to make your junior tag champs look good. And that's by having all the all the, all the uh, heavyweights just pin him for like 10 Damn. matches. Get out of – what are you – no, that's not happening. I refuse to believe that. That's stupid. That's really <clears throat> weird. There's some English issues there. There's got to be, yeah, there has to be something lost in translation, man. I don't know. So, yes, I don't know what to say, man. It's just like. <laughs> it's rendered you speechless, huh? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, when we get Tenkozy and World yeah. Tag League, like, all right, cool, all right. We better. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, if Nagata's going to be in it with Tiger Mask, then I should be able to get freaking Tenzan and Kojima together. God damn it. Well, it'll anyway, be like, Tenzan and Watto, and then Watto uh, might be in the best of Super Juniors. <laughs> God. Well, oh, by the way, this match was kind of a preview of best of Super Juniors, too. That all of the juniors yeah. in this match worked against each other in various situations. So that was kind of a thing that was going on there, too, as well. Yep. 
And uh, we don't have any of that in this match because there's only one junior in it, I think. Oh, no, it is Dick, Tego, Dick Togo. But uh, we've got the Chaos Boys, which is uh, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and Yoshihashi versus the House of Torture, which is Yujiro, Takahashi, uh, Evil, and Show. Show needs to use his surname. Show, just the name Show now. I don't know. It just feels too short. He needs, what's his surname? Is it Tanaka? I think it's Tanaka. Yeah. Show Tanaka would be, should be, that'd be awesome. Use that name. Uh, so, yeah, that'd be great. Yoshi, though, uh, he's, it's nice to see him come out in an old grey t-shirt. That's, uh, that's, that's pride. It's like the, it's like the hat, shirt you wear when you're not going out anywhere and you're just going to kick back and have some drinks or something. Like, what is that shirt? I don't know why I'm, why I'm ragging on his shirt so bad, but. Fuck him. <laughs> and his shirt. And his stupid yeah. shirt, man. This match is good fun. Uh, I, I had a feeling that we're going to get a title change because House of Torture just became a thing. And Ishii's got to go here, there, and everywhere across to America every week to wrestle and then back to Japan and then back to America. <laughs> For some reason, he's he's got to keep traveling back and forth. <clears throat> See, I, I thought they'd just tape his match with Jay White. I thought it would have been well, taped already, but it's going to happen live next live, week. Live, yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I'm complaining. That's awesome. That's live. Uh, <laughs> that's like that's well, on the November. Live. It should have happened already. Like, why are you? That's on that, that day that like? has like 500 wrestling shows on it. So, which yeah. you get to like sleep for a little bit, but it's like a whole day of wrestling for Americans. Yeah, yeah. Starting at 4:30. You know, so. Yeah, that's right. And then you've got what the 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 daytime show, and then the there's full year that night for anyone else who's watching it. But yes, as anyway, this six man tag match is pretty good. It's like the kind of fun stuff you want. You want the hard hitting stuff done by the Chaos Boys, and then you want them to kind of overcome the cheating House of Torture. Uh, there's one part that Yoshihashi does that uh, you'll mention, I, I bet, but I just want to back up, back it up before you even mention it. That uh, I saw it too, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I don't think well, you'd do a better job. Just tell them, it's funny. All right. Like, God. Instead of instead of ducking a clothesline or something, he was going to go for a kick, but he mistimed it. But he didn't move his hand away from his leg, so he slaps his leg but doesn't kick. He just dodges. <laughs> so he did a, 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 a kicking slap noise for nothing. He dodges and then, it right at the pinnacle of the dodge. It's smack. And I'm like, you messaged me about it straight away because you pick up on that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm looking right at the TV. I saw that. That definitely <laughs> happened. <laughs> and then he's come his show to uh, literally throw a spanner in the works because he brings in a spanner, a literal spanner, and he clocks Yoshihashi with it. And then uh, the everything is evil on Yoshihashi, and we have new champs. I love that evil is now a never open weight champion. It's his third attempt to get these titles from the Chaos Boys. And it's a title the Chaos Boys have because Ishii, not Ishii, Evil, relinquished the titles in the first place. <laughs> I I want him to just give them up right now 
and just you know just vacate him right away and be like oh, i didn't really want these i just i just want to take them away from yoshihashi you know <laughs> Oh, what is this worth? Oh, now it'll be another 12 years. If we get another one, Yoshi, see ya. <laughs> what, what was that word you were saying? That that tool that he was carrying? What, how do you spell the word that you were saying? S P A N E R. Spanner. Okay, we call that a wrench. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. It's a, it's a um, spanner. You got to type in spanner to see if I wasn't crazy. No, I never heard of that. Um, but uh, I I just wanted show to pin Goto, and uh, that didn't happen. But you know, I did, and then you know, we did get like show and Ishii doing all kinds of awesome shit. I kind of want show to just be a heavyweight and get it over with, you know. Um, but uh, he cho- he cheats like when show does this shit, like he cheats in different ways. He uses like small joint manipulation, which is something that you don't see guys do very often in New Japan, which was funny. Um, there's too many like amazing Ishii moments to count in this match. And this is when the crowd starts to get pretty hot and get vocal. Now, I have a question for you because I have this note, but I just I'm not positive. But did Abe survive the the match without getting destroyed? I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, and and we did not get the abdominal stretch, you know. So they they were kind of a little more focused on wrestling in this match. So it was a little more, a little less uh, out showy, and we didn't get that spot. And maybe that means that stuff's going away, and it will only come back every once in a while now. That'd be nice, you know. Hey, we've established the group and what they're capable of. Now we can tone it down a bit. That's fine. I don't see now what did what, what did also, I say I, to you? At the beginning yeah. of this match? Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't remember, but I do want to mention that uh show has great facial reactions to getting chopped oh, in the time. throat by Ishii. He's just <laughs> selling that like mad. Like, his eyes are bugging out like it's a cartoon. It's amazing. I love that. But uh you wanted show to pin Goto. Yeah, that's not what I told you at the beginning of this match. I no, messaged you the fi- the finish of this match uh, when we started, and I was wrong about one thing, but I was right about something else. Because after the match, um, we get new champions, and the bad guys are beating up the good guys, and Yo oh, makes yeah, his return yeah. to make the save, and all of the bad guys are scared of Yo, and he's back, which is so, like, oh. I thought you meant, so. like, what did I say when I started talking about this match right now? I'm like, yes. Yes, yes, he did. No, no. He said Yo's going to come out for the save. Mind you, Yo did nothing when they're cheating all match. Uh, lots of cheating, lots of cheating. Yo, Yo, they're getting cheated on, dude. Nah, not yet. Nah. Well, I thought that's what was going to happen, is that that would, you know. He'd take my, out Dick Tango idea, or something. Right, that he would come out and make the save so that so that Chaos could win or, you know, they, they still – what was it? They still lose because of him? I can't remember what I wrote exactly, but uh, I'll look it up. But it was pretty good, and it's not exactly what happened. but um, Yeah, and yeah. I, the crowd was into it, and you got Face Yo being like, hey, when I'm not finished with you, show, because you're a douchebag now. And that just made me think, like, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to see your beat show. It has to happen, but oh. I don't want it. No, I, I called 
I call it this exactly. My it says yeah. uh, Yo Yo returns at the end of this to save Chaos Team. He destroys Show after the match, and their feud continues in Best of Super Juniors. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I don't know why you argue with me about that. I said you were right. I'm not. I'm <laughs> trying to prove to myself that I've just put myself oh, over. Okay. I'm going into business for myself. No one else is going to do it. yourself. I know. I'd, I'd put you... What? I don't put you over? No. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So um, <clears throat> we get... A crazy <laughs> thing next that you probably hated, but I loved. Is that right? Yeah. Look, um, they explain the rules and stuff, but I've had alcohol and other other things, so uh, I was just like, look, I'm just gonna watch this and see if Yano cheats or whatever. And I, I did watch it. My eyes were on the screen, but um, I didn't pick up on the rules or anything like that. I know they explain them, but um. You know, I'm just a close-minded idiot who likes his wrestling to be fake not and pro, not amateur. So, I don't know. This is, of course, everyone, Toriyanu versus the Great Okan in an amateur wrestling match. Of course, uh, the uh, you're putting a match like this together, Mr. Andy. Who do you get to ref it? Uh, well, you get uh, Yuji Nagata, right? He's the shooter. <laughs> you get him to be one of the judges. Oh, you mean ref, he... ref Chumpy. Ref Chumpy. Sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Who uh, has a whistle on the whole time, yeah, like, a, a like what a gym teacher would use. <laughs> and my God, he uses it. It's driving me absolutely crazy by the end of it. But I'm sure they're all scoring and things like that. And I'll shut up because... This was your jam, so uh, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. T- talk us through it. What if they did the gimmick where, like, uh, Chumpy gets bumped and he swallows the whistle, and then every time he talks, it whistles? That would be funny as hell, right? <laughs> did Chumpy even know the rules? Because he didn't know the UFI rules. <clears throat> uh, he seemed a little more with it, but if if he didn't know the rules, Okan and Yano were going to let him know. So <laughs> it's fine. Uh. Okay. So, um, you know, we get a full intro for like the judge, uh, you know, there's like a judge, a ref, and then like a side judge. And it's, it's a uh, future bald ref, Yuji Nagata and Chumpy <clears throat> and Chumpy's in the ring. Nagata's on the side. And so is future bald ref. And so, uh, Hanare is out with Okan and he's in like just amateur wrestling gear. He has his head taped up. So his hair is kind of in the tape and he can't <laughs> get like yanked by it. It's fucking so funny. And he's warming up, and Hanari's like, you know, rubbing his shoulders and shit. And fucking Yano comes out, he's wearing the same shit. And then we get the <laughs> the the announcers notice that they're wearing singlets and just lose their fucking mind. Singleto! <laughs> so funny. Okay. So Yuji Nagata explains the rules, and we actually have the young lions in the ring to explain what they mean. These are UWW wrestling rules. Takedowns are two points. One point for uh, taking your opponent's back after being taken down. Falls are four points. Today, one point gained for rope breaks from offense. Changing positions on the ground to come up on top gets two points. So taking the back is two points, as does rolling your opponent to the mat. If there's a 10-point difference, a technical foul. 
uh, meaning if the, the thing matches over after 10 points, if you have that much of a difference. If both shoulders go to the mat for a full second, then that's a fault. All right. Um, so they're both in singlets, as we talked about. Uh, immediately in our first, so there's two periods that are three minutes long. Uh, you know, they back each other in the ropes a few times. Yano scores one point for a rope break. And then Ocon scores uh, two points with a position change. And after period one, it's Ocon uh, four. I don't know how he got four, but he has four. And Yano has one. Um, then we have a little break. And they, like, get coached in the corner. <laughs> it's really funny. I think it's funny. Um, but, oh, also, they have a scoreboard. And, and the whole night, they have a scoreboard in the background shot of the show, and it's got uh, YTR <laughs> on one side and like Ocon on the other side, and it's so we got an actual scoreboard and shit. This is legit. Chumpy's got the whistle. Period two begins with Yano scoring one point for rope break. Ocon returns the favor. Then Ocon is avoiding Yano, trying to kill the clock because he's up, so he just needs to you know have the clock go out. So he's trying to get away from him, which people were probably bored by, but it was a strategy thing. Uh, then Yano scores four points with a fall, and uh, and at the, after this big takedown uh, that he does, and uh, that's the end of period two. Yano wins with that fall because he gets six points to Ocon's five. Yano wins and retains the uh, because this was for the King of Pro Wrestling trophy. He retains the trophy. Ocon and Hinari kill Yano after the match, and Ishii should have run in, but he doesn't. Yuji yeah. Nagata has to do it, which led us to think, oh. Well, he must be taking Ishii's place with uh, Nuji Nagata in the World Tag League. World Tag League, yeah. So, yeah, this thing has my brain sore, but... Yeah. Nakata and and, uh, and Yano then, I guess, right? Yeah, I Um, guess so. Uh, I don't think Nakata will bother with World Tag League, will he? I don't know. They need to sell tickets. (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Hey man, true. I thought Why this was fun. They're gonna sell tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was fun for the simple reason it was different. They made they yeah. they treated it like seriously, and it was like you're it waiting really for the joke, but the joke was that there was no joke, and I thought that was fun. It's like a roast done by uh, Norm Macdonald. Uh, he did a roast on uh, I can't remember who it was, but he just told really bad jokes from a 50 year, 60 year old joke book, and that was it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into some of our big title matches coming up, or bigger matches. We've got uh, Robbie yeah. Evans versus El Desperado, and this is like a trend that they have for the Super Juniors, where it's uh, just leg pain just chronic leg pain because they don't like the fact that they each have legs i don't think that's like a a thing with these junior matches so yeah uh, robbie eagles and el desperado just go for each other's legs for a lot of the match and i'm starting to think like if you can't do any leg shit like you're out you can't be a junior you, you'll never make it and you know, I don't mean just like, can you use your legs to do cool moves and stuff? Yeah, well, that's fine. That that's part of it. Can you do leg selling and take lots of different leg moves? Because if you can, and you're under a certain weight, welcome to the New Japan Pro Wrestling Junior Division. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, that 
little jab. This match is awesome, and I like matches like that, so I'll shut the fuck up. But uh, <laughs> this starts out really cool with some really cool-looking arm drags and then just turns to leg warfare. And uh, <laughs> just, like, massive leg warfare. But I always felt like it moved pretty fast. I didn't didn't stay uh, in, in, in any moves for very long. It just kept flowing and moving, which is a, something I really liked. Kind of left me wanting more, even though we got uh, a, a nice helping. Like, if they had a, got another five, ten minutes, I would have loved that. So I guess leaving wanting more is always a good thing. So I, I assume these two are going to wrestle again this year, which is pretty cool. little trilogy there. So they'll do that, hopefully, in the best of Super Juniors. And uh, Robbie Eagles, it's not just a tap out. Paul Bassett has to verbally say, I quit, to stop mm-hmm. the numero dose. So there you go, new champion. It's a shame he couldn't get the Walter Brennan special on it anymore. You know, <laughs> um, I was I was sad, but uh, this is all legs must be destroyed. You're right. They they got a problem with legs. It's so funny because we're like talking about that, and then they must have heard us, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna just do more of that shit." And so there was there was a lot of that. Um, so Robbie Two Sheds Jackson. Uh, I think this is my favorite my favorite match of his, I think. I really like this a lot. Like, maybe the stuff with El Desperado is better, but I really like this. This was good. So it's kind of, like, boring, and then all of a sudden, they do this, like, really cool exchange on the apron slash floor. Like, one of them's on the apron, one of them's on the floor. They're beating the shit yeah. out of each other that way. It ends with Desperado going through the ropes, Canadian style, for a tope. Conhilo! And then... um. You know, which is one of Robbie's moves, going through the ropes like that. So uh, Desperado, um, he goes for his game plan of, like, softening up Robbie's leg for the numero dos. You know, Robbie's trying to soften up his leg for the Walter Brennan special, as I said. Um, um, and, you know, he does all kinds of shit. Like, the, he does his own Canadian tope called heel. And uh, it's the old fuck my leg, no fuck your leg. Robbie... Um, Bring tries to bring back his oi 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 chant. To yeah, get the that was... and it like fails miserably because it was like yeah. the crowd was almost at the pinnacle, almost at the hottest they were going to be of the whole match, and they're clapping, and he starts his own chant at a different pace of what they're clapping, and they're like, "Nah, we're gonna go ahead with our thing," you know. Yeah, so they're uh, already clapping, dude. Just go along with that, like <laughs> right. Um. It's so like good. it's like this happens all the time in indie shows that with guys that don't do good. It's just like you 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 know do the power clap to get the guy out of the hold, and he's out of the hold, and then he starts a slow clap, and you're like motherfucker, we just did it. Anyway, um, <laughs> like how many like how many do we do? So uh uh yeah, and after he does he tries that that uh that chant, he just eats a fucking ridiculous spine buster for his troubles, of course. Um, yeah. And then immediately in the numero dos, rope break, Desperado's hitting cool power moves right and left, including the guitar of death, which is awesome. We have not seen that in a long time. It's like the uh, gory special TKO thingy, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Um, Robbie finally has had enough at this point, And he does this like jumping knee drop to the back of Desperado's leg. That's very heel-y. You know, it's like something a heel would do. But... Desperado just picks him up with numero dose and Robbie gives up. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. I was so happy. I know uh, Robbie Eagles is your guy and I like Robbie Eagles too. This was him at his best, in my opinion, that I've seen. And I really like this a lot. I'm sad that 
I, he's probably going to go away for a little bit, I guess, is the way it's looking. But, uh, mm. you know, he'll be back for Wrestle Kingdom, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if he's allowed back in, in Australia or not. Uh, so if he is, you might want to come home and see family and stuff over the uh, Christmas period because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, oh, no, he'll, he'll be the best of Super Juniors, won't he? He'll have, yeah. he'll well, have plenty of time is, to go home. Why is Tiger Mask not in it then? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, why did he lose the title and then Tiger Mask is going in World Tag League? So then that title won't be defended. Seems like that's making a hole for him to leave. But I, I could be wrong. We don't fucking know because they didn't announce the shit. And I'm kind of pissy about that because the second you hit stop record, it'll be announced. The second. So. Oh, I'm surprised they're not announcing it right now. And uh, we, we look really stupid. Um, just click news just to double check. And no, I have it. Hold up. <laughs> you keep refreshing it, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have Buddy, Buddy Murphy's going to be at uh, Battle in the Valley. So I guess he's uh, he's with New Japan Buddy now. Murphy's. So that's good. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Buddy, Buddy hey, Matthews. Half, Buddy Matthews. Half his moveset was New Japan shit anyway. I saw some of his WWE matches. Yes. And I was just like, well, he's just. Uh, He's just stitched a whole bunch of uh, different movesets together. Who cares? I, I thought it worked really well. So, yes, uh, I like that's a valley show. Like, I want to see him in Japan. In Japan, please. That's that's where it matters. But, yeah. Now, wait a second. Hold on, hold on a second. Luke, this is a, this is kind of important. So, yeah. uh, I'm sorry. I'm And now I'm reading this article. So, Kazuchika Okada is going to face Buddy Murphy yeah. in San Jose the United States. Okada says so busy man at power struggle. Um, uh, and before his match at wrestle kingdom, he's coming to America for a battle, I guess, battle on at the Valley, I guess. So he'll be on that new Japan show or there, that America show next weekend. Yeah. He's coming he's with going there for, for battle of the, I got nothing to do during world tag league. So I'm going yeah. to America for a I holiday. Didn't know that. So he is not going to be in it. Okay. All right, New Japan. Yeah. Okay. Well, is Tanahashi going to be in World Tag League? Like, he's got an opening now, too. I guess that lets that cat out of the bag, but... Yeah. I don't, I don't know. what I don't know what they're doing. But... <laughs> don't, I don't know. That's not a criticism. That's just me going, like, I have no fucking idea what's going it's on. Just, like, why, why would you let juniors into the World Tag League the year that... You are the you know while you're doing the best of super juniors and you probably only and you need numbers for the super juniors what like you need happening? numbers yeah I think you and I that that's our one um one uh, major complaint like I think we've had a few but our one major complaint for New Japan is just like more juniors please more juniors we want to see more juniors like let's go come on. We want to see a two-league best of super juniors kind of thing. We want more. And uh, their their division is the one that suffered the most during this whole COVID time. It doesn't really bounce back. But who knows? Maybe they want to do uh, – like with El Desperado winning the title again, which is awesome. Good for him. Um, I love Robbie to win it, but it's okay. Who's the big match for El Desperado for Wrestle Kingdom? It would be Hiromu, right? So you're just going to have Hiromu win three straight 
best of super junior kind of thing no, I mean, I, I'm not going to start pooping on the best of Super Juniors before it happens. But, um, before it happens, yeah. You know, um, but I will tell you that there's this really, like, if we want to talk about something that's going to make us happy, we should talk about the rest of the show, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not unhappy. I'm just interested to know what's going to happen next. But, yes. Yeah, me too. I have no idea, dude. They're leaving us watch in the start. Figure out. Yeah, that's true. But uh, here, here is something that does make us both happy because – this match was fucking awesome. And it's Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kenta. And just look at Kenta. He, he just likes to steal shit because uh, the, the, <laughs> the ref's got the title and, and wants to put it away so the match can start. And Kenta just grabs it. No, no, that's mine. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's mine. Just give it to me. No, no. Don't do that. He just likes to take take things. And he's been pretty fixated on that United States title. Uh, he had that briefcase forever, remember, when he won that strong yes. tournament? And then he, then he lost uh, to Mr. Moxley, who I – yeah, so uh, that, that's another thing. Like, do you reckon if uh, Moxley, who has gone to rehab, and I all the best to him, do you reckon they were hoping to have him for Wrestle Kingdom with Tanahashi for the United States title or something? Or? Yeah, yeah. And and he might be back by then. Hopefully he is, you know. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's got to happen, right? Or maybe again versus Kenta, but in Japan, and this time Kenta wins, you know, or something. So it could be that. I, I just, I'm still hoping for Shibata versus Kenta for that U.S. championship. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Hell, you don't even need Tanahashi versus Moxley to be for a title. You just need that match. Yeah. Like, that sells That's itself, true. right? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Just another little side there because I'm, I'm just interested in how things Power are going to play out. Power struggle only. This... <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, Kenta gets his arm hurt, so he walks away like a baby, and Tanahashi has to run after, ran out after him. Of course, uh, he gets a power slammed through his trouble there, and then uh, and this is kind of where I just keep watching the match and never want it to end because I just really loved seeing these guys beat each other up. Uh, Kenta, of course, introduces a table only to go through, of course. With an awesome high fly flow, I was just like, "What the fuck are you doing, Tanahashi? Uh, thank you for doing that. That was amazing." There's a go to sleep into a sling blade, which looks really cool. There's some great kicking offensive Kent. This match is fucking amazing. This made me really happy. Uh, now, now uh, the, the turnbuckle had come off earlier. Kenta likes to do that. He'll take the turnbuckle pad off. And then everything will get kind of distracted, so everyone forgets about it. He's played that tactic before. Uh, he did that in G1 a couple of times, and he's used that to his advantage. The, the His opponent hits it, then he puts the go to sleep on him, which is what he did to Tanahashi here, and we've got a new U.S. champion. So, uh, yeah, uh, I hope they have another match sometime in the future. These two are always great. It's like the, one of the newest you know marquee top of the card matchups in new japan is these two guys they're fucking Mm -hmm. awesome and they just i mean they're clearly having so much fun uh at the beginning of the match there's clapping wars like tanahashi starts his clap you know clap 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 and then lakenta's like nope clap 
clap, clap. And this goes back and forth a little bit. And later on, I start paying attention because this happens a couple times in the in the in the match. And Kent is starting his clap, and I'm looking. There's certain people in the crowd who will not clap for Kenta. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So. I mean, it was people <laughs> refusing to clap for Kenta, which is why they put him in Bullet Club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just they, you know, they they're rooting for the ace, and that is it. You will not get them to clap. Then we have violin versus guitar, too, which is pretty fun. Air violin versus air guitar, I guess. Um, and uh, so when Tana, the match really kind of begins when Tanahashi, or, uh, Tanahashi just skins the cat for no reason into the ring. And Kent is like, well, fuck you. And just takes the title and just runs away, like you said, and the power mm. slam on the ramp. And then that's when it's like, okay, they start doing their fantastic pro wrestling which is Kenta doing entertaining heat spots as Tanahashi comes back only to get cut off at the absolute last second. And I wish I'm like watching this and I'm thinking, man, these two would be a prime candidate for the old odd couple tag team where like, say they accidentally win the titles somehow and now they have to tag with each other. And I mean, it would be, but they keep winning despite their, their hatred for each other or whatever. You know, I don't know. I just think that would be really fun between so, I like old school wrestling folks, you know. So, um, I feel like I, that's a story I, we haven't seen for a while as well. I mean, not in you know any wrestling we watch. No, um, no. They probably <laughs> they probably do it every other week in WWE poorly. Um, but I I am kind of shocked at you, Luke. Um, you know, you you calmly are like, oh yeah. So uh, Kenta went through a table for this really good, yeah. like this awesome yeah. high fly flow. From the top rope to the floor <laughs> through a table? Yeah! That was it amazing. Was amazing. And so I did say, cool. what the hell are you doing, Tanahashi? Like, <laughs> and he does not have to do matches where he does anything near like that. Like, ever again, he'll still produce, like, really cool, interesting matches. But, man, when he pulls out to the outside high fly flow, you're just like, man, that's just that's, that's just the good shit. <laughs> He's doing that in a match that he loses, too. So that's yeah. pretty cool, man. Uh, gotta love Tanahashi. He's fucking awesome. And, and again, I wish these guys uh, wrestled forever. Now, we did have a comment from Tai Chi after this match um, where he uh, just volunteered, you know, as he tends to do. If you hang out with Tai Chi, he likes the volunteer information that no one asks for. And he does in this situation no, here. He says, uh, uh, we're sold out tonight because I'm on commentary. And Milano says, we never announced you beforehand. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. See, Milano. Commentary every Yes. Milano <laughs> sounds like he's a good time on commentary as well. He's, a, he's, he's good. Uh, he's got a good rapport with the wrestlers, which is pretty cool. Oh, man. Fuck it. Like, that's another thing with the COVID restrictions. You've gone from having, like, five to six match shows to here we are. He's a nine-match card. It's uh, mostly awesome, so it's pretty cool. Let's continue the trend here because it's Gary Carter versus Tamatonga. I have one minor niggle with this match, and I guess it's, like, during a G1, I, I guess what you say can be true, that anyone could lose at any time, that... This, that's fine. That is a part of the G1. 
It's just that outside of that G1 bubble, I was just like, yeah, Tamatonga's Tama losing this. Like, it's like, yeah, not only that, like, Akata's coming out with my favourite. Well, I wouldn't say it's my favourite title. It's a never-open title, but I liked that heavyweight design. The big belt. I liked it. Yeah. It was awesome. awesome. Yeah, and Akata's coming out with it. So, like, anyone who had to be like... Wasn't he just a few episodes ago going like this fucking Akata guy? Can he go away? Yeah, now he's coming out with that title, and I'm just like, all aboard! Choo-choo! <laughs> my pickled son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I like this match. Uh, and uh, I, I, I guess I just like it because I feel like for now, this is the end of Tabatonga's singles run and i hope not I, I he'll be in world tag league with his brother he just will but i want more singles tamatonga because he he got to hang pretty well with okada twice in one year he even got to beat okada it was awesome i really like that sic death valley driver he does followed by the supreme flow man i would be happy if they just made that supreme flow uh, frog splash thing, his finisher. Like, just have it done there. He doesn't like the, him. I see him put on the gun stun about as much time as I see someone getting put into karma by Yoshihashi. So not often. So I don't think he really needs that move anymore. And it looks too much like an RKO anyway. So, which makes me think of like Randy Orton. And he he sucks. So yeah, I want to see more. Like, um. Yes, I'm pimping him out here. I'm, I'm, I'm putting him over because I really like he, this singles run he had, and I feel like now that he's lost this match with Carter, he's going back to tag teams, and that that that'll be it. I don't know. Am I crazy? No, you're right. That's what's going to happen, you know. And but that's the thing, man. It's a, you know, I don't. He's a tag team guy in New Japan, and every once in a while, once a year, he does single stuff. And you know, this year, he was awesome, and he really worked hard, and. That will mean something in the future when they need a guy to heat up. He's a guy they can do that with anytime. Yeah, that is true. I wish I, did, I just wish they'd do it uh, a lot more. But yeah, it, 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 this is a this is a good match. Well, I guess he's like if Tamatonga isn't in the Gorillas of Destiny, then New Japan has got like nothing to do with Tonga Lower as well. So right. that'd be two wrestlers they have nothing to do with. Nothing for, so I guess put them together for the tag division. Yeah, I I, I understand it. I'm just like, well, can't Tonga Loa start tagging with Hikaleo? Like, what's going on there? But I mean, yeah. Hikaleo can stay in America. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying that... Maybe t- Tonga Loa can go to America. Gotcha. Okay, that'd be cool. Yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, the <laughs> one. That's the one I wanted. And Tamatonga can stay here in in, this, in, in Japan. So, yes. Uh, good match. I'm not sure I'd put it this late in the card, I guess, because it's just for that briefcase you think. But, yeah, I liked it. What do you think of this? I, I might, Maybe I liked their G1 match better, probably because uh, – I got to see something that hadn't been done for a while, and that was the Cardinal losing. So, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I like this a lot. I, I know it's an Okada match, so I went and made something to eat during the first part because that's what you do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then it started to ramp up as soon as I got back. And, uh, you know, they 
they like uh did this thing too that was pretty cool and and it's interesting it's kind of like it's part of the story of the match but I'm, I'm not sure what they're trying to say with it is that uh you know basically we have tama tonga do a tonga twist on the floor and go for the count out win spot but then he changes his mind and won't win like that you know yeah. or you like yeah so and he does that twice in the match or he doesn't want to win by count out and it's like okay but uh then you lose so like what does that mean like you know what i mean does that mean he's dumb or does that mean that he shouldn't try to be a good guy he's a bad guy is that kind of what it means i don't get it um but he's the good bad I like guy but i did i did is, see yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah so. in fact at one point akata got in the rear ropes at like a 17 count at, at, at a count of 17 and then the next time the tongue and twist yeah oh i'll just bring it back inside you're right um yeah yeah i don't know i don't know but uh the cool thing a couple things in this match that are fun is that uh like money clips are kind of exciting in this match because Tomatonga sells them. You know, when the other guy, when the guy doesn't sell them, they're terrible. And when the guy selling them is is not Yoshihashi, they're pretty good. You know, so um, we also had the Alabama Slam by Tomatonga, which is great. <laughs> you gotta see that every time. You know, uh, Brainbuster from Tomatonga, and the crowd was on fire. I mean. They were losing their mind more than, you know, almost as much as any COVID crowd has lost their mind at any point. It was awesome. Um, you know, t Tommy even gets his own tombstone and they're fucking going crazy. They want him to win so bad, but, you know, he doesn't. But uh, I really like this match a lot. Um, I, I'm telling you, if you skip the first half, well, not skip, but if you just kind of casually watch the first half of an Okada match and just, you know, kind of pay attention for the second half. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good if you watch them that way. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, they are. Uh, but I think we finished with a match that's uh, pretty damn good from start to finish. Man, this is one of my favorite G1 matches. I don't think we did a conversation about our favorite G1 matches, but this is a match I really liked that happened in the G1. That's happening again. It's yes, yeah, yeah, Shinga Takagi versus Zack Sabre Jr. Man, I, I thought this was better than their G1 match. This this gets pretty crazy and pretty gnarly. Like, Zach hits two Zach drivers throughout this match, by the way, and can't really get the pin for either of them because it's just, you know, he's just managed to scoop up Shingo and get him down, and then he's like, oh, man, I need a rest. Fuck, this was so awesome. And I, I just didn't know. I'm, I'm hoping they're sticking with Shingo for a while, but I just didn't know. And uh, Zack Sabre Jr. has been pretty cool. He's the what, the only wrestler that hasn't left and come back. He stayed there the whole time, Mr. Zack Sabre Jr. So I don't know. Maybe or maybe this was there. Hey, thank you for that. All that kind of stuff. But, uh, man, he gets to get all his shit in. He gets to look like a, a bajillion dollars against the champion. Shingo is awesome for Zack Sabre Jr. because he sells everything from every little arm twist to stomp on the on the, on the wrists to the the, the chokeholds and things like that. They're just perfect. Yeah. Dude, what is it about Zack Sabre Jr. that's really good against Never Guys? Like really fucking good against Never Guys, which is a style that you think wouldn't clash well with with um, you know the technical submission style. I feel like it. It 
they complement each other really well. Or at least how Zack Sabre Jr. does it. Yeah, oh, and Suzuki. That. Yeah. It's just... Oh, man. There's just this really snap made in Japan just catches Zack Sabre Jr., which is incredible. There's the Noshigami. Oh, and just this... this oh, man, I'm sighing. I'm just downplaying it. I just don't know where to kind of come at this match or where to start. This was just fucking awesome. I was losing my mind while I was watching it. And... I was very happy. Like, uh, he finally hits Last of the Dragon. And, oh, man, it was right at the 30-minute mark. So, uh, yeah, like, they just called 30 minutes, and I was like, oh, really? Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, I can watch 30-minute matches, people, and longer matches and be thoroughly entertained throughout. Uh, just depends on my mood, I guess, because, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, and and I guess the combination of wrestlers. This is my jam. This is this is definitely my shit. And uh, last the Jerry and Shingo retains. And then afterwards, of course, Okada comes out and he's like, "Well, you know, I'll see you. See you at Wrestle Kingdom. I'm going to unify the titles and stuff." But what do you think of this match? I love it. It's it's kind of yeah. hard to describe how yeah. good this is because um, it's like. The highest of work rate. You know, this is similar to the Jeff Cobb versus Shingo match from Wrestle Kingdom, only maybe more complicated, maybe a lot more complicated. Like, because every single move in this match has three or four steps to it. All of them. Like, there's, like, never, like, it's rare, unless it's a series of of chops or something that someone just chops the other person. Usually it's chop. No duck the chop. Then back. Here's another chop. No duck that one that drop down. Then we're going to hit the ropes. Now we're going to do 500 fucking, you know, uh, uh, whatever grappling moves. And that's going to be countered into this rollover that float over. And you know, it's like the whole match is like that. And, and they go four or five beats longer than you think they're going to on a few of them. And it's crazy because the crowd kind of like peaks, then comes down, then comes back up again while they're doing this big, long exchange. It is uh, it is just insane. And they kind of have the crowd in the palm of their hand for a good chunk of this match. They're kind of doing everything right. We have every move that there ever was, um, including things like a Canadian rear naked choke. A Canadian one. <laughs> we had a Canadian arm lock thingy. We had, uh, you know, all these PKs from uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, you know, again, it's it's difficult to describe, but like, I guess the way I would say is that like, like this move, this match is extremely ambitious, and they like deliver, but they deliver in an organic way where, you know, it looks like what you would do. You know, like there's a I, there's a part where like Zach uh, um, Shingo has Zach Saber Jr. up and he's trying in the you know fireman's care and he's trying to give him you know the last of the dragon, but it, you know Zach Saber Jr. just slides behind him and puts him in the chin lock. You know, and it's like shit like that that is like that's what you try to do. You know, it looks very realistic, even though it's fucking crazy, silly um, pro wrestling that would never happen in real life. You know, we get. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. looking so strong because, I mean, he's taken pumping bomber and, you know, and, and taking crazy moves from uh, uh, from Zex or from uh, Shingo and still kicking out. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. does uh, the Kushida flying arm bar, which is fucking awesome. I yeah. uh, love that. 
you know, Zach Driver for two. Taichi every time. So Taichi's on commentary for this match, and he is just uh, beside himself. He is losing his mind every time there's one of these near falls, and then arguing and stuff with the the. You know, he's like saying it was three and shit, and it's fucking awesome. But he's screaming it. And how often do you see Taichi lose his cool? You know, that's not something that happens very often. So he's losing his mind. Um, rear naked choke by uh, uh, on Shingo, but Shingo climbs the second rope. It just like falls backwards and they both die. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Uh, it's, you know, this, I don't know if this is better than the Cobb match or better than the G1 match, but it's right up there. That's like the Holy Trinity of, uh, of maybe Shingo matches to, over the past two years, you know, or this year or whatever it was. So this is, this is amazing stuff. And I thought that overall this show, like, you know, did the old thing where it just kind of, it had a little valley, but, you know, maybe right before this match, but a very little tiny one, but it just kind of started slow and just ramped up to a gigantic out of control conclusion. That was this match. Yeah. That was so crazy and awesome. I love it. Dude, that main event was just fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah. I loved it too. And in order to do all those complicated things that you were saying, You'd have to have either wrestlers with good chemistry or to just know each other. Like, that's their third match together. That's only their third singles match, sorry. If you remember their G1 match, the commentators, Aussie, uh, the Aussie commentators, the English commentators were saying, <laughs> Kevin and Chris, the, ah, you know what I'm saying? They were, they were putting over the fact that they haven't wrestled since, like, 2008 in, in a match they had in Germany together. Some weird random fact like that. And... Shingo won that match. Well, Zack Sabre Jr. won the G1 match, and then now Shingo's won this. So they've only wrestled three singles matches together. So in order to pull all this off, you have to be really fucking good at what you do. And yeah. I guess that's why they're on at the main event, because they're really fucking good at what they do. <laughs> wow, Luke. Yeah, <clears throat> that was something. Now, um, we have Best of Super Juniors and World Tag League coming up next week. And normally yep. we do uh, match recommends, but me, you and me were like, fuck it, we forgot to do them to watch them. So we'll we'll remind folks what the ones that were. But I also, you know, this will be probably the last time we do match recommends again for a month. <laughs> because yeah. we got World, World got Tag League and Super Juniors. So. And we may, <laughs> we may have an announcement next week regarding our coverage of the Best of Super Juniors. So we'll, we'll talk about that. I'm announcing... That we might have an announcement. Okay. That that's a pre-announcement. That's fine. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> those recommendations were uh okay. So yours My match was yeah. was from February seventh, twenty twenty. Uh there's a silly pure reason why I chose this match, and uh, it's uh, Kata Taguchi and Togi Makabe versus Suzuki, Taichi, and Doki. So yes. That gotcha. one is mine. Okay. Okay. So mine was from G1 Climax uh, 2016, you know, in that far away land of the 2016. Um, and it was a G1 Climax B block tournament match. It is Katsura Shibata versus Toriyano. Fucking nice. And, uh, oh man, that was, 
one big show, but it was a good show. And yeah, it was a nice... I really liked it a lot. <clears throat> nine matches, man. It felt good. Felt like I got my money's worth, and I felt like uh, most, of the, most of the roster got to... Uh, most of the roster that's in, in, in Japan right now got to be on the show in some way, shape, or form. So, awesome. And other than that... I, I have one more thing yeah, I want to talk about one, real quick. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, something else I want to recommend. They, on 2B TV right now, they dropped a bunch of uh, pro wrestling stuff. Most of it's shitty CZW documentaries directed by DJ Hyde. But they're kind of cool. They have, like, a lot of the CZW stuff from, like, Adam Cole or Kevin Owens or John Moxley and guys like that. Uh, but there's also a documentary I found called Smack 'em Up, which I've watched this years ago, but it's been so long. And it's basically, I think it's really supposed to be called Fuck 'em Up, like Fuck 'em Up, Bal, or Fuck 'em Up, or Fuck 'em Up, Fergal, Fuck 'em Up. This is about Fergal Devitt leaving New, J- J- New Japan for uh, the United States, his last tour when he faces Taguchi for the last time. And there's some really cool backstage stuff at Kurgan Hall. Um, there's also, you get to see the inside of the dojo and you get to see kind of a few things like that, that are not too, they peel the curtain back a little bit, but not, not too much, not too much for me. That's for sure. Um, there's one scene in particular where they go out with a sponsor, um, and they'll tell you what a sponsor is if you don't know what that is. And, uh, they are chopping Japanese dudes. You may have seen that scene before, cause that's kind of famous, but they also, uh, you have drunken, uh, Red Shoes Uno, like standing on a table, just chugging beer. And then they're forcing <laughs> Shota, ba- baby Shota Umina is there and they're forcing him to chug beer too. It's outrageously fun. And like, there's all kinds of little, little tidbits like that within it. And it's only like 50 minutes long. So it's on Tubi. It's free. Check it out. Uh, smack them up. Fuck <clears throat> yeah, man. And yeah, I like a bit of Tubi. It's usually really awesome for trashy B-grade movies, but it's I guess it's got some good things on it too. <laughs> yes, so uh, watch that, everyone, and uh, I'll, I might give that a perusal. We should we should cover that at some point. That sounds like yeah. something uh, that we should do now that it's up there. All right, man, this has been awesome. But there's uh, a couple guys we didn't see tonight, but uh, we still trust in them, or in him, anyway. Uh, in bread we trust. Singleton!